big Facebook man Posting lies about my life which no one else can Filting on my face to disguise my age Showing money that I don't have as good as on my page Why don't you come and join my team Scarf living the fake Facebook live dream Supposed to pick me, didn't clean. But it's pizza and burgers for dinner, you know what I mean. A snapshot of vacations that I got no money to take. Since you were my sports car, you know that it's a fake. And my love loaded up with things that aren't even true. Pretending on Facebook is my thing, it's my thing too. Friends, which I've never done met. A pick of my lunch is what you're gonna get. I heard a post of your baby say it's one darn cute kid, but I lie cause it's ugly. That's called an online fib. I talk about success in my job and the pending promotion, but in reality, it's a psych cause I got a demotion. Only the fake Facebook man. Which no one else can Futures on my face Disguise my age Show money that I don't have As well as on my page Why don't you come and join my team It's called enough Fake Facebook live dream You block me on Facebook Without a judge, jury, or trial I'll be creeping you the next day With a shiny new profile See a pic of my family? Yeah, we're having a good time. Well, the joke's on you. We have not talked in eight months or nine. I'll tell you about the weather and the stuff you don't need to know. I'll fake a good illness so the sympathy will grow. I'll ask you to donate to my made-up cause and post selfies on the daily that ain't breaking no laws. So don't judge the life of the fake Facebook man pretending to be happy like no one else can. Well, good morning, Mr. Kinsman. How are you doing? Good morning. This is a, a rare morning start. Uh, don't adjust your clocks. Yes, we're uh, we're doing the show this morning at eleven. Yes, uh, it's it's exciting time. So yes, uh, the co- the coffee has been brewed, and uh, we're uh, we're going to be sipping through a nice uh, conversation with the mayor of North Bay, mm-hmm. uh, going to uh, join us in mere moments. I, I have to say that your hair does not look as good in the morning because I usually see you in the evenings for the shows, but it's a it's a little different in the morning, isn't is it? Is it a little bit different? I don't. I, I didn't even do anything to the to the hair beforehand. I of course, I met, met, met you for breakfast. We were at a restaurant in Doe earlier this morning, so I don't know. I, I, it's raining now, so maybe my, I don't know. I'm just so, calling my hair. It's it's element. I haven't done anything. It's 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 the au naturel headed so, into the show today. So, so, so we have the mayor, uh, Al McDonald. Yeah. He's waiting for us now. You know, you, we are professional uh, media folks, so, so I really hope you did your homework. That you know lots about North Bay, and just and just don't, not just Fanny's kinsmen. You've been to the waterfront, right? You've been to Main Street. You, you know North Bay, right? That's a, it's funny how you say Fanny's because I, I think everybody and their grandmother has been to uh, to Fanny's well, at one point well, you know what? Maybe, maybe the grandmother's going in there to yank right. a grandpa out of there, saying, "What? Are, yeah. What are you doing at Fanny's?" Right? It is. It, it is a beautiful city, be- beautiful yeah. northern city, and uh, I've been there lots. I love it there, and uh, we're very pleased to have Al. Which it's his third term. Did you know that, Mark? Third term, so it means he's doing something really well down there mm-hmm. uh, for our uh, neighbors south of us. And uh, yeah, they've got uh, a, a booming metropolis. So we're uh, we're going to bring Al on and find out uh, how things are going. You know, uh, especially uh, you know being a mayor, uh, you know, in a pandemic, it's uh, you know ni- ni- nice to hear from our uh, the other neighbors and That's surrounding right. communities. So but, I'm uh, I, we're all battling the same thing. I'm going to bring him on now, Kinsman. Yep. Are, are you ready? Let's bring him on, Al McDonald. 
Good morning, Al. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing excellent. How about you? Yeah. It, well, you know what? The we have a show later on this evening at uh, Full Beard Brewing, and we're a little bit worried about the rain, but the sun has come out over the city of Timmins. So, and it looks like from behind you, the sun's in North Bay also. It is. It's a wonderful day here. Um, we're very fortunate to to live in Northern Ontario. Something that we're very proud of is Northern Ontarians and. Uh, Timmins is a beautiful city. I have some really good friends up there, Joe and Carol Kariga. I don't know if you know them. Um, mm. But no, just Timmins is great. Uh, great mayor that you have. I, I enjoy serving with them. And, uh, you know, with all due respect to Timmins, I, I'm a little biased. I think our city's the best in Northern Ontario. So I'll just throw that out there. <laughs> They're already throwing the jabs in already, right? <laughs> well, there's, there's lots of things to celebrate about North Bay, but right. I, wanted, I wanted to go back a bit. So, you know, reading your bio, you're born in France. So what happened? You're a little kid and you spin the globe and lands on North Bay and you go, one day that's going to be my city. How does someone get from France to a, a northern Ontario city? So my dad was a fighter pilot in the armed forces. So he flew the voodoos. They're called CF 101s mm -hmm. and they were stationed in Marville, France. Um, when I was born, I don't remember it. Obviously I was probably one when we moved to Canada. Um, but it, it, military life is nomadic, right? We moved every two years. My dad was a pilot. So we we're all, always moving to bases. So we moved to when we came back to Canada, we moved to Winnipeg, Coal Lake, Comox, Ottawa, Bagotville, Goose Bay, Labrador. And then when I was 16, mm -hmm. we moved to North Bay. And, and the really cool part of that is, um, you know, when I went to high school here, you know, all the people that I met here, uh, mm -hmm. they, they grew up with everybody, right? So they went to mm -hmm. kindergarten, primary, middle school, high school, uh, where I had to make friends, you know, very quickly. And then within two years, I was saying goodbye and starting the whole process over. So that, that kind of helped me in my position as mayor is you learn how to uh, meet people and, and make friends very quickly. So I enjoyed the life, to be honest. Uh, my parents moved on to Colorado Springs uh, when I was 19. So you can imagine Winnipeg, no, no offense to Winnipeg or Goose Bay or Bagotville, but Colorado Springs would have been a great post, but I didn't get to go. Yes, so all across the world coming from a military family. And uh, I know this, Mark, because I was bugging Mark. I wondered if he did his history about North Bay. North Bay, I believe, played an integral part in the Cold War. Am I right? You are correct. Yes. Still does. Well, still plays an integral role uh, for the security of North, North America mm -hmm. to this day. So the, the one thing that my dad did was he was scrapped. So NORAD would scramble the fighter jets as the Russian bears would come over the polar cap, the bombers. Mm -hmm. And what would happen is the fighter jets had to intercept the, the Russian bombers. And mm -hmm. when they did, the Russian bomber would just turn and go back. And what, they, what the Russians were doing was timing to see how fast the response would be, you know, if something should happen. Right. So today, even today, the, it's F-18s now that are intercepting the Russian bears. And it's happening mm -hmm. all the time. Oh, wow. So in North Bay, we scramble the fighter jets from Coal Lake and uh, uh, Bagotville, and we're connected to the Cheyenne Mountain in Colorado Springs. Wow. Yes, that's, that's interesting. Uh, that's an interesting, I guess, history in present, yeah, uh, that military connection. I guess the, the, there, we still have a lot to learn with our neighbors in the north. I guess not from the north. It'd be south for us, right, Mark? Uh, South, yes. Yeah, okay, good. You know your... Uh, your down, down Highway 11, right? Yeah. You know what, Highway? Yes. If you go down, what, three three hours, the normal commute, three, three yeah. to... Was it four hours to, to North Bay from here? It, well... Say three hours. If you're traveling the speed limit like we always do, of course. That's it. Yeah, three hours. A good drive, nonetheless. And uh, yeah, when you're uh, driving, whenever you go south, you're always stopping in North Bay. And uh, it's a great uh, booming metropolis. I think everybody talks about the waterfront when they come through uh, North Bay. It's, uh, you know, there's uh, that uh, little park there where uh, there's like a carousel, some rides, and uh, all sorts of fun stuff for the kids there. It, it is. It's a beautiful waterfront. It's, you know, we've probably spent $30 million on it over the last 20 years. It is, it's incredible. And it's interesting if you've walked the waterfront, uh, you know, with all the cobblestones and the, 
the 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 green spaces and the incredible Caribbean beaches, right? Because it's all sand. Uh, right. There's tremendous gardens there, and what we're very proud of is we have 800 volunteers called the Heritage Gardeners that do our gardens each and every year. And it's interesting. Um, the, the Heritage Gardeners will will say that when they're working on the gardens, people will walk by and say, "Hey." Why don't you come to my yard and fix my garden up? And uh, <laughs> right. the gardener, the gardeners will say, "This is your backyard." Mm -hmm. So promoting a lot of uh, you know community spirit and people come in and take care of something that belongs to the citizens of North Bay. I love that philosophy, um, especially when you go to a city with a waterfront. You know, I'm originally from Thunder Bay, so they've also invested in their in their waterfront, and it just makes it much more beautiful and it's a, a accessible to our you know the whole community and it's something that you could be proud of and. Even, you know, especially in the last 15, 16 months now, I personally believe, you know, it, it's time to get back focusing on the positives in our communities. There's been lots, of, everyone knows there's been lots of negativity uh, in the world of what's been happening, but we sometimes lose a mindset of, you know, what we have in our own backyards. Mm -hmm. That's well, right. And you're seeing people move north, right? They want mm -hmm. to get out of the big centers. They want to get to space. So it really shows that uh, green space and parks and lakes and the feel of smaller communities and, you know, 45 or 50,000 isn't a small, small space. Um, but there's, there's a lot of, lot of desire to get out of those crowded elevators and crowded streets with COVID. Right. So we, we live in a great part of the world that people are just starting, I, I believe, to recognize. Are you starting to find that more people are, uh, you know, picking up real estate uh, in and around North Bay and, the surrounding areas, like obviously up here, real estate is uh, booming. It's uh, probably doing the same down in uh, North Bay as well for you. It is. Um, it's not on unheard of to hear four or five bids over the, the asking price. Uh, our waterfront properties have just skyrocketed. Um, yeah, no, it, it's really booming. It, it is. Um, it, it's, it's pretty special, to be honest. Our builders are they're building houses as fast as they can. And obviously they run, they run into some supply chain challenges with lumber and material and labor, but they're doing everything they can. But yeah, the city, the city is actually busting at the seams. Mm -hmm. it, it, sometimes it, it's difficult to break about our own personal accomplishments, but I, I, as someone who, you know, this is your third term. So obviously that's, uh, you know, previous successes has carried you from term to term. And, and from what I read, you know, you're very active in the community, um, you know, living a healthy lifestyle, running, playing hockey, um, supporting individuals who've been victims of crime. Do So do you feel because you're accessible and visible in the community has led to your success now into a third term? Wow. Um well, first off, it's my wife that works with victims of crime, so I, do, I don't want to take credit from her. Right. She doesn't. She does an incredible job. Um, I think it's because I'm accessible and and I'm very involved. Um, I, I I really volunteered uh, quite a bit for my community. You know, long before I got into politics, I, w I w really wasn't interested in politics to be honest. Um, <laughs> it just kind of you know a whole bunch of business people came forward and asked me to run. Um, and I've, I've stated that this is my last term. It's, it's time to, you know, hand the reins over to someone else. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it's a combination of just my experience. Um, I'm very even keeled. I have an open mind and I apologize. My opponents <laughs> That's um, okay. and, I'm, and I'm willing to, to work with, you know, just about everyone. Um, I have an open door policy and, you know, people will say they have an open door policy, but my open door policy is absolutely my door's open. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm always happy to meet with with anyone. Very active on social media. I try to tell the best stories I can of our community and what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Social media, as you know, can be a challenge, especially when you have some of the individuals out there just behind uh, fake names and keyboards. But that's right. Yeah. It is. It's tough. You know, from that perspective, it's tougher on the family than us. But you know, the one thing you learn in politics is um, when they stop talking about you, that's when you're in trouble. Right. So if, if 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 they like you and don't like you, it usually means that you're relevant. <laughs> That's right. You gotta stay out, uh, stay out in front of everybody with social media, and you know, making your post, and you know, just uh, just looking at your own personal Facebook page, 
you're 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 very vocal and you're uh, you're you're one to comment if someone makes a comment you're you're right there on the comment thread i i do my best to be honest uh you know there's some comments that you, you just can't engage you know just because of the content that they put out there but um you know i i do my best just like just like both of you you know you're you're trying to make your city a better place and mm -hmm. i'm no different i'm i'm no more no more special than the next person that mm -hmm. lives in our community and I'm hopeful by the end of my third term that the city's in a better place than when I got it. And that's really, at the end of the day, that's what we always try to do. I, I was thinking, you know, uh, just recently, so you have your first two terms of mayor and then you, you're sort of adjusted and you have some things that you know what to expect and probably what the criteria is of things, things that are working well and things that are going to be a challenge. But I would assume that when you step into your third term, they didn't teach you how to be a leader during a pandemic. That's not something you learned in school. And there's no real, uh, you know, there's, there's, there's no textbook for that. So what, what has it been like to be in your shoes as leader of a community during a worldwide pandemic? So I, um, you're right. There's no rule book. Uh, I mm -hmm. mean, even the prime minister and the premiers don't have rule books, right? Mm -hmm. You're, you're trying to do what you can. And I, I remember sitting down with our medical officer of health back in January saying, hey, do we have some concerns here? And he said, well, right now it's the risk is low to the mm -hmm. country. And then, you know, what happened in the beginning of March. Mm -hmm. And in the beginning of March, I was actually at uh, PDAC, which is the largest mining um, uh, conference in the world. And there was 25,000 people there from around the world. And within three days, the country shut down. So I came back and I had to I had to isolate for 14 days because somebody tested positive mm -hmm. out of that 25,000. Who knows if I ever came across them? Probably not. But I just did it out of um, uh, respect to everybody. The uh, I'm going to tell you a really uh, interesting story. So my first meeting, right? So now they've shut down the country. We've closed down City Hall. We've closed all our our uh, facilities. We um, sent our staff home to work from home the first emergency meeting that I sit in. And uh, so there's, I don't know, 12, 14 of us and we're in the boardroom, right? And we're all trying to stay six feet apart. Right. But I got the medical officer of health, the police chief, the fire chief, our CAO, uh, engineers, community partners. Uh, they're all around the table and they're all like just incredible. And our arenas manager was there and I'm going, the two people that are out of place here is the mayor and the arena manager. Right. <laughs> and, and I'm thinking, you know, because they're the professionals, we just listen to what they say. Mm -hmm. So the, the, the meeting starts and the first question is to the arena manager. So you can imagine you're sitting in this room trying to figure out what's going on. You hear all the scary stories. And the question to the arena manager was, how cold can you get Memorial Gardens? Oh, interesting. Morgue. Oh, no. Jeez. That's so, that's so the first concern. First question is, how how cold can you get Memorial Gardens? So at that point, I knew it was serious, right? Okay. Um, that they're expecting a lot of uh, deaths and casualties. So mm -hmm. if that doesn't get your blood going, uh, I don't think anything will. So that was my first uh, real eye-opening moment. I, I think during the pandemic, though, the, what we did here in the city of North Bay is we told our citizens everything. We kept them up to date. We're, we're always holding media conferences. We did videos. We tried to support our local businesses. Mm -hmm. We really pushed, uh, you know, following the protocols because there was no vaccines at the time. We did everything and the community responded extremely well. So we actually had the lowest um, cases in the province per capita for the longest time. We really did. It was something we were really proud of. And uh, obviously, we're not the lowest right now, just because we've had a few um, uh, surges and uh, outbreaks. We're doing pretty good now, but we were the lowest. But it's really uh, a reflection of how we communicated everything to the community and the sense of the sense of community our our citizens had to protect the uh, the medical professionals, the nurses, the doctors, the police, the fire, the you know the ambulance attendances. Uh, so we we uh, we really pushed that at the beginning, and right now, to be honest, 
we're really pushing the vaccine side. So I'm, I'm hopeful. I, I, I do respect those that don't want to get a vaccine or can't get a vaccine. But I just want to say, if you're able, um, please, if you're, if you're in doubt, get the right information and please get vaccinated. I will say the difference, though, between being the mayor pre-pandemic and right. mid-pandemic mm-hmm. is um, you, you started the show saying that I was very active. Yeah. So I would be at four or five things every night, plus a dinner. Weekends were always full of community events. There'd be ribbon cuttings, you know, all kinds of meetings. Right. And in the pandemic, I go home at night. I go right. home the weekend. I, there, there is nothing. And yeah. I miss the people like you. I, I, I miss the people and the interaction. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest, though, I don't miss the hundreds of dinners that I had to go to. Because you can imagine... <laughs> After a long day, you, you know, you yeah. have something to eat and you're finished eating. You just want to sit on the couch, right? Because you're yeah. tired. Well, <laughs> when you're the mayor, everybody wants to talk to you. Everybody's watching you. So you're, you eat and then you have to listen to speeches for like two hours. Yeah. And, and you have to stay awake. <laughs> yes. You just, want to, you just want to throw the towel in and sit on the couch and watch, uh, you know, crummy movies on TV. And yeah. But uh, here you go. You got to put on the the happy face and out, uh, out you go to represent. Eh? But I guess that's all... Uh, all comes with the territory. <laughs> it is. And, and yeah. the people are, the people are, are great. It's just, you can imagine you wake up the next morning and your day starts all over. Same thing. So, yeah, I, th- so it's, that, that's the difference between post pandemic or pre pandemic and middle of pandemic. As and post pandemic. Yes. And, and, and a good segue into movies because I'm a big entertainment guy and, and I'll admit it here. All my friends laugh. I watch all the Hallmark Christmas movies. Without a joke, I love them. I know they're basically the same, but I just they give me a good feeling. And I know North Bay has a big connection to the Hallmark Christmas yes, movies. Yes, they do. Christmas Inheritance, one of my favorite, were shot in North Bay. I think they called them like <laughs> Snow Falls or something like that. But uh, it's um, the, the, the movie and, and film production um, uh, scene in North Bay is it, fairly vibrant, is it not? Yeah, no, absolutely. The, the, the films you were referencing were uh, David Ensemble. So mm-hmm. he, he loved North Bay so much. And I, I'd love to tell the story. He's from Sudbury. He bought a house and moved to North Bay. So when I, when I call Brian Bigger, I always tell him I got one of his citizens over here. <laughs> um, nice. You know, it's, it, the, the big thing about film um, is at the beginning, you know, everybody's like really keen. It's really cool to see actors. And you, I meet lots of famous people through the film mm-hmm. industry. But after a while, you can imagine there's, you know, 50 trucks lying in the street and they've got streets blocked off. Uh, so what happens is they call it film fatigue. So, you know, in some cities, they actually push the film industry out because they don't like the inconvenience at times. Right. Our community actually took the opposite perspective. They want more films. So the, the inconvenience, they don't see it as inconvenience. They, they recognize it as our young people that are interested in the arts and filming um, can now stay in North Bay instead of moving to Toronto or Vancouver or Montreal. Secondly, you can imagine all the caters, the carpenters, the electricians, the plumbers, the stores, the hotels, the renting houses to do mm-hmm. these films in. It is an incredible, uh, huge uh, economic uh, impact for our community. So when you see uh, Christmas in July, people, you know, Going, oh, you know, the, the, the face palm emojis. Uh, you're, you're, you're not cringing at Christmas in July because that brings in a lot of economy for, for you uh, folks in North Bay. And, you know, you probably watch them and, you know, you want to see if you can see uh, maybe yourself. Have you, have you ever been cast in any of these movies as an extra? Uh, I've been asked a lot of times, to be honest, to be, uh, do a cameo. Uh, I've always said no. Uh, one, I just really didn't have time to sit on a set for 10 hours because if you've ever been to a set, if you have one line, it's like 10 hours before, yes. you know, and they'll do it 100 times. Um, <laughs> but I always say to the producers, I can't act. So, you know, when you ask me questions, I can't pretend to be someone else. I'm just so used to being myself. So if they ask me to be you, I just couldn't do that. I would just be me. So I always tell them I can't do it. So no, to be, to, to answer your question in very short uh, words, uh, no, I haven't. That's right. we, we, we have some feedback coming in from the folks watching. And uh, you know, Mark Grant says it's one of the most colorful uh, cities in the fall. True. 
I've, I, I've been there in the fall. And Janice says, I used to love their events on Main Street around Christmas. And Main Street's really decorated for the season uh, in around Christmas time and looks quite beautiful. I, it is important. In every community, it's important. But in North Bay, since we're talking North Bay, it is the, the beautification of the city keeping things clean, celebrating the seasons, that must be on near the top of the list for yourself and the citizens of the community. You know, absolutely. So I just want to thank Brant for his kind words and to Janice. I think she's referring to the Christmas walk where like 25,000 people come on, come right down to Main Street. It's just mm -hmm. phenomenal. So just want to say thanks to both of them for their kind words of our city. If uh, we, we have a group called Clean Green Beautiful and they're, they're mandated, they're all volunteers. They, they pick up all the litter right out through the whole city. They plant trees. You know, we're a very green city. The, the one thing that our citizens value is the environment. So we do everything we can to protect our environment. We're, we're pro-business too, don't get me wrong. Um, mm -hmm. But we do everything we can to protect the environment. So when you come through the city of North Bay, you referenced the, um, the downtown. You've got the Cape Paceway. We have a ski hill in the center of town. We used to joke it was the biggest daycare center in the world. The minivans would pull up at nine in the morning. The kids would pile out. They'd mm -hmm. ski all day. The van would pull in. They'd, the kids would be in the back of the van. They'd be falling asleep before they got home. And it was cheaper than a babysitter. Yeah. Um, you know, we have paved trails. Like we have 3,000 kilometers of trails, um, you know, beautiful beaches. I know your mayor was bragging about all the, the lakes in Timmins, and he should brag. Um, you know, we're in the same boat. We have incredible beaches here uh, and lakes. And I mean, I live on Trout Lake, which is just uh, on one side of the, um, the city. And you, you virtually, you know, the medical officer of health will tell me you can't do this, but you can drink the water right out of the lake. Mm -hmm. There we go. That's yeah. That's how clean it is. That's I mean, I, I, I was going to ask, you know, Al, you know, if you've never been to North Bay, why you should visit North Bay, but he's already provided us with about, you know, 15 or 20 stats why, and he, he's absolutely right. We are neighbors, neighbors in the North, but they're definitely two different communities. You know, the, you know, Timmins is definitely known as a, uh, I say mining town. I know it's a city. And where I'm from originally in Thunder Bay, like the big thing there is Lake Superior, the sleeping giant. That's referenced a lot. Is there one theme that uh, folks always talk about in North Bay? Is it the waterfront? Is it what, what would be the one thing is said? Have you been to North Bay? If you go, you have to see this. Um, well, you're the heart of gold, right? Yeah. And we're the gateway to the city. Mm -hmm. um, I, I our biggest asset, um, our biggest asset is um, our citizens. And I apologize for my dog barking. <laughs> we all have dogs. All good. Always <laughs> being home today. Um, um, in any event, it's the people. How friendly we are. I always say I lived in Toronto for two years, right? Mm -hmm. And um, if you got on an elevator in a building and you said hello to someone, they back up two feet and they think you're strange, right? Mm -hmm. In North Bay, if you're walking down the street and you ask someone for directions, they'll probably say, "Hey, hop in. I'll just drive you there." Right. So I, I mean, I could do all the whole beautiful lakes and trails and this and that, but yeah. I, the number one thing is how friendly our our citizens are. And, you know, if, if, um, if you move to North Bay, they would have a homecoming for you. They would, the, the whole street would welcome you to the neighborhood. It's just the way it is. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> just like it is in the Hallmark movies. That's why they're shouting because everyone's so pleasant there. They wave, they're happy. Yep. <laughs> we asked a question, Mark. So we uh, be, um, you know, introducing Al. We said we were going to ask this question. Who would win in a fishing derby? Team Timmins versus Team North Bay. Now, the, the mayor caught wind of this. The mayor of Timmins, George Peary, caught wind of this. And I wanted to show you, Al, what George Peary had to say, uh, his opinion, who would win, Team Timmins or Team Nor North Bay. So I'm going to play the uh, video now. Yeah, this is no contest. Uh, the city of North Bay doesn't even have uh, one full lake in the city uh, the city boundaries. They got part of Lake Nipissing, and I'm not entirely, not entirely sure if uh, Trout Lake is even in the uh, uh, fully in the in the city of uh, North Bay. Uh, and Timmins, as you know, I mean, it's a, it's a, it was at one point the largest city in North America, uh, and I think there's 8,345 uh, six and a half lakes in the uh, in the city of Timmins. And if everybody just caught one fish, we'd beat them on just on that uh, on that basis alone. So this is this is uh, this is no contest, Timmins. 
So that's our mayor uh, speaking up for Team Timmons. But we always, with our guests, we have to allow for an opportunity of rebuttal. So speaking on Team North Bay is their mayor. Yeah, so no, I, I, you know, uh, your mayor um, really described your city extremely well and the sense of pride he has in his community is is great. And obviously we're a little biased. Um, I I would probably say um, we have Lake Nipissing and anyone that knows Lake Nipissing right around North America knows that is the lake for pickerel and for muskie and Mm -hmm. sturgeon. And everybody comes to to North Bay and, and Lake Nipissing for fishing. Our citizens have a rich history in fishing. So, you know, uh, I, I do appreciate, uh, you know, his worship's um, uh, comments about, uh, you know, that they would probably win, uh, but it's it's very clear and obvious that uh, we've already won. Oh, they already won. That's pretty good. <laughs> well, looking at it, there was a, there was a fishing tournament just uh, recently down there, uh, I think on Lake Nip is saying a bass championship. Uh, uh, a buddy of mine, Derek, wanted me to mention this. Uh, Brian Millam apparently uh, ties with Derek in North Bay, won the tournament. He picked out a 14-pound bass from that tournament and uh, and won the entire thing. So the fish are big from Nippet thing. There's no question. Well, it, it's a it's a great lake, and it's uh, it's like yeah. the Caribbean. I, I'm not kidding. If you were if you ever come to North Bay, it's like the the sand beaches of the Caribbean, and the sunset actually goes into the water, just like you see in the ocean. So. Uh, and the fishing is incredible. Well, there we go. We got we got two fairly strong arguments. It sounds like we have you know the, the, the many different options. George is bragging about right. Timmins, but then you have a really like there's options in North Bay, but a real prime spot with real experienced fishermen. Mark and I would not help out because we could barely put a minnow on the hook. Like uh, <laughs> I don't think we would make any of these teams, but maybe as as judges or announcers would be more our skill. That's right. If you if you ever have any uh, you know fishing tournaments down that way, Jamie and I would. And, you know, pandemics really ease. We'll uh, we'll drive in there. We can uh, we can definitely take the show on the road, and we'll uh, we'll definitely uh, we'll 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 MC some uh, some big events down there for you. That's right. <laughs> and and, be- and before we let Al go, I-, I love the profile pic I found of Al holding the hockey stick, the hockey yeah. balls. Obviously, a hockey plant a fan. I I know that you've played a bunch of hockey. Now, we'll start with the NHL. Then I want to ask about the battalions, but. Are you a Leaf fan? I am a very, very proud Senators fan. Ah, yes! <laughs> you, you found your match, Klopp. Not think, too often we run into Senators fans when he says he's a Senators fan, but look at that, Al McDonald, the mayor the of North one. Bay, cheers for uh, the Sens. I think you're the first one that said that you cheered for uh, the Senators, so no, I'm a... Yeah. I'm yeah. a Leaf fan. I get, I get razzed by Klopp all the time. Yes. I lived yeah. in Ottawa for four, four, four years, and and I grew up with the Rough Riders. That kind of dates me a little bit. And mm-hmm. uh, obviously, I followed the um, the Senators, and uh, you know, Chris uh, Chris Neal was uh, a North Bay Centennial that went on to be like the fan favorite in, at the Senators. But Alfredson, the whole atmosphere there. So yeah, big Senators fan. I'll be honest, we don't have a lot to cheer for right now, but I think <laughs> yeah. we have a young team that's going to do extremely well. That's right. It, it- the next few years are going to be ours, but it is it is refreshing not to talk to a Leaf fan on the show. But more importantly, uh, the OHL, North Bay Battalion, they are the, the season's going to be kicking off relatively soon within the next couple months or so. Are there going to be fans uh, physically at the games? And I assume if so, the uh, the folks in the team must be really excited. We're hoping so. I mean, obviously, it depends where we are in the pandemic, but every, everything looks good. We're you know, we're over about 60% now fully vaccinated here. Mm-hmm. So things look good. Uh, we have the best uh, owner in hockey uh, in Scott Abbott, uh, incredible team of, um, you know, off ice, our gen- general manager, our coach. Uh, so we're really excited. We have a young team too. Um, you know, we were close to winning the championship in our first season. Uh, Barkley Goodrow, who you probably saw in the Stanley Cup playoffs, was the yeah, captain yeah. of the battalion. Uh, um, Chris Paul or, or Paul, um, Chris Paul, Chris Paul. Oh my God, I'm having a senior moment. Paul, um, <laughs> who is that? He, he scored the uh, winning goal in the World Championships this year. Oh, uh, Nick Paul. Nick Paul. Yes. And Mike Amadio uh, was drafted, or actually got traded from the Kings to uh, the Senators uh, this year. He was uh, 
he was a battalion and a really cool story. So if I can be a proud grandfather for a second, our yeah. grandson, our oldest grandson was drafted by the battalion. So he's, he's working pretty hard to try Excellent to make the team. Stuff. There we Good go. Lucky guys. We, uh, we, of course, we cheer for uh, the Timmins rock up here. Our captain, our ex captain, uh, Derek Sagan just signed on with Nipissing. He's uh, he's going to be playing for Nipissing in the fall. If you're looking for points, that that, that team just got a, a million times better with uh, with Derek. When you get to feast your eyes on him, he's uh, he put up uh, massive numbers for us up here. So uh, you guys are in for a big treat uh, when he uh, laces it up. We had the highest attendance for o OUA hockey uh, here in the city just before uh, the battalion arrived. Mm -hmm. um, so just it's great that he chose Nipissing University. We're very proud of that university. And Mike McParlin is the coach of the Lakers. So if, if you haven't been out to an OUA hockey game, it's incredibly fast and skilled. So mm -hmm. please welcome him on my behalf. Yes, that that's awesome. And it it is exciting to talk about the potential of going to games. Uh, businesses are open. You can physically go in the store, uh, buy from these, you know, lo local vendors, suppliers, um, stores. Like you can, there must be, and I know it's true here in Timmins, there's a, a bit of a sense of relief now that we're starting to see um, some sense of normalcy moving forward. So I assume the, the morale in, in North Bay, because every community's been hit it, you must see a, a bit of an uh leveling up of it in the last month or so yeah absolutely you can imagine how hard it is for people not to be able mm -hmm. to see their you know their grandchildren or their children mm -hmm. or family members or friends uh and now it's opening up a little bit uh so it, it it does feel a little bit normal but if you're looking around the globe and the delta variant is is hitting a lot of those cities mm -hmm. that uh, have just opened up um, so there's always that concern in the back of your mind. So just ask everybody to be careful out there. But yeah, we need to strengthen everybody's mental health. We have to get the kids back in school yeah. and we have to get the businesses open to 100%. So if I could put a plug in there, if you haven't been vaccinated, please go out and get vaccinated. That's what's going to keep our community safe. And that's how we're going to get back to normal. Good. Excellent advice. Well, well there he is, Mark, Mayor Al McDonald. And uh, right. I wondered how he was going to combat George Peary's message about the, all the lakes and pretty impressive, pretty impressive. I think pretty impressive. And uh, again, we're all, we're all friends and neighbors here in the North. It's uh, great to bring Al uh, on the show. Al, uh, a big pleasure having you a part of Kins and Klomp live. And the next time we're in North Bay, if it's, uh, you know, Jamie and I passing through, we'll, uh, we'll stop in. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll meet you on a patio somewhere. Yes. So, so I, I stated that I have an open door policy. So please know that uh, if you're coming through town, yeah. uh, I will hold the round table in my office open for you and I'll even pour your coffee for you. Well, wow. we're going to take you up on that. That's a, that's a great offer right there. Mark, Mark may even be there Monday morning. If it's that's right. Uh, what's uh, how long can I get there? I'll get, I'll, I'll see you by four o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's great. But uh, uh, thank you so much for finding the time for us. I know all the, all the community leaders uh, in the North have been extremely busy and uh, we really uh, appreciate your time and getting to know our neighbors a little bit more and uh, um, go, go sends go. That's my final comment. That's yeah, right. Go battalion and go, go rock, right? Yes. That's that's right. Timmons rock and uh, the Lakers, uh, you know, and uh, say again, laces it up. It's, uh, it's, mm -hmm. as they say, six degrees of separation. Uh, there, there's always uh, someone from any community tied to, uh, to every, which one, uh, all, all the communities. And it's nice to see everybody's all, all tied in with the North. Again, uh, one of the friendliest places out there, North Bay. Great to, great to have you on our show there, Al. You're, oh, you're quite welcome. And be very proud of your community, gentlemen. Mm -hmm. you, do, you do have an incredible city, so be proud. Thank you. We are. Thank you very much, and we'll uh, talk soon. Take care. Take care. What uh, is so, what so much pride. You know, this is what I love about Northern Ontario, Mark, is that uh, of every city will have their turmoil and challenges and difficulties, but the yeah. overall sentiment in Northern Ontarians is, A, they're very friendly and welcoming, and there's a lot of pride in their communities. We see that here. I know we focus, you know, there's been a focus on a lot of the negativities, but if you look at the big picture, 
uh, a lot of pride. And obviously, uh, the, the mayor, Al McDonald, was very, very proud talking about you know, how the citizens have come together, how they keep the city beautiful and clean, what they do around right. the season. So that it's nice to hear. So I don't know who wins this Timmins versus North Bay fishing battle, but I know there's a lot of similarities. And that's the most important thing, my friend. That's right. And ends in a tie. I'll say it ends with a tie. You know what? Both uh, <laughs> every place again in the north, always opening the door for hospitality. And uh, again, that's why we uh, we travel yeah. the Highway 11 corridor. You know, a lot of people, you know, commute to North Bay, vice versa. North Bay's, uh, yeah. you know, citizens come up here to do the, you know, the ATV trails in the wintertime. Again, we, uh, we, we, we trade off. And again, if you're looking for a good uh, fishing hotspot, uh, again, talking about uh, my buddy's friend, uh, Brian Milne, who uh, who caught a 14-pound bass in uh, one of the local bass yeah. tournaments down there on Lake Nipissing. That's uh, that's uh, quite the fish. You can you, you search up Brian Milne and bass online, you'll you'll see how big a 14-pound bass I was, is. I was looking at that big sturgeon they caught in uh, BC. The thing looked like the size of Jaws. That's right. They they get that big here at uh, the Matagami. You hear stories, you know, at the, the end of the Matagami boat launch, apparently uh, very high, high activity for sturgeons, you know, swimming through there. They get massive. And again, if you tie tie the, the links to sturgeon, they're, they're, they're basically prehistoric fish. They survived, uh, you know, going back to uh, 200 million years. The, the sturgeon's still yeah. going strong. George Perry had just has fish stories. You can tell him his cottage neighbor said that. So, <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. So a couple things. And of course, a big thank you to our sponsor. So That's at right. 5 p.m. tonight, Kinsman, do, do not take an afternoon nap. No, no naps. We're, uh, we're getting ready to uh, party for one more round at Full Beard Brewing. This is going to be a lot of fun. Again, uh, another relaunch, our launch of our new Kins and Klopp Live 705 Blondale beers. We're back. We're going to be serving it on the patio, and we'll be uh, there with uh, some live entertainment. Uh, what do we have planned there uh, this evening, okay. First of all, you're, you're not serving the beers. You, 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 no, we're, uh, we're, we're suggesting. Hey, have you tried one of the Kins yeah. and Klopp Live beers? Suggested, yes. Yeah, we're we're going to strongly suggest the uh, the the K and K seven hundred five, K and seven hundred five. So if you weren't at Full Beard last time, it's going to be a great night. Uh, we call it one more round because it worked so well two weeks ago. We're we're doing it again. It's like it's like being at camp. Have a good night. Then the next night, the same thing. We're we're bringing Kyle Cote back. Yeah, with Kyle his, Cote's back. We've got uh, more uh, comedic uh, comedic acts with Rick Lemieux. He's going to be there tonight again comedic acts yes so we got stand-up comedy from rick lemieux and uh you and i will be doing some stuff there so uh and great food from dabrowski so if you can right, make a here at five to ten it's going to be fun guaranteed my friend ah uh, uh so let's i wanted to to what else did i want to talk about here today um you you again last night you went out for another like 10 p.m pizza again at la luna's didn't you La Luna's uh, variety takeout and variety, yeah, they uh, they 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 have pizza slices. She uh, she says, well, the one time I was in there, I said uh, your pizza slices, they were all out. So she says uh, she messaged me up. Mm -hmm. Beauty of living in a small town, uh, we've got pizza slices. So I went in there and uh, grabbed a couple slices. Yes, late night snacker, and uh, they are phenomenal slices of pizza. Again, uh, Melissa Me Show, the one of the hidden gems here in the city, three thirty two commercial. Mm -hmm. Can't uh, can't say enough good things about La Luna's takeout and variety where you can order pizzas. They've got uh, fish and chips on the menu. They've got daily Facebook specials and, of course, the funnel cake boats and funnel mm -hmm. cake fries and also the, the bucket. I'm going to call it a bucket. She calls it a cup. The bucket of ice cream for $7. You ask for that big giant cup, you can fill your cup until it uh, starts overflowing for $7. That's right. Uh, an, an, an awesome local gem. I do like how you put that there. Now, yeah. I know someone who purchased an RV from Timmins RV, and it's not uh, one of our regular viewers. Uh, they haven't a, a told us that we can talk about that, but I think a viewer uh, has purchased one. But this is someone else, and yeah. they just got a spot out at Villers Bay with this RV, and they're loving life now. Let me tell you, Kinsman. So they got the new RV. They got the camping spot. Uh, they decided not to move it back and forth from place to place. 
And let me tell, I don't know if we're ever going to see them again. Maybe, maybe when the snow comes, but this is, you think so? they're, they're loving it. Of course they're loving it. it well, look at that. The, the amenities on, uh, and some of the, you know, the accommodations on these trailers and RVs are more, there's more accommodations than most houses. And, yeah. you know, in some cases, the, the islands, I don't have islands in my place, but uh, these RVs, the Keystone Arcadia, uh, one of their newest uh, line of RV, that uh, th th those features in there, it's like sitting in a movie theater in your living room, you know, double fireplaces, double fridges, you know, you got uh, the kitchenette inside. And then if you want to, you know, take it to the, the outside when you're, you know, over the, the overhang and, uh, you know, the... What am I trying to trying to say here? The overhang, the tarp there that comes over, yeah. the awning. But, uh, you, you've got uh, the barbecues outside, and again, yeah. it's uh, all all the amenities from home, but in an RV. And again, the Keystone Arcadia, one of the newest lines. And if you haven't seen them, a 360 degree tour at TimmonsRV.com, and you can also uh, you know set yourself up for an in person appointment. Again, the first left past the Camel Scotia turnoff. The awning, great, great folks over there. It's called the awning. The awning. There we are. Yes, uh, the, the 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 overhang thing. Yeah, it's not the overhang thing. Yeah, I don't know the RVs I've bought in my lifetime. Yes, you would not be hired as an RV salesman, nor would you be hired as a bus driver, and you are terminated from Full Beard. I, I don't know what's happening here, kids. But hey, 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 hey. Yeah. Full Beard. I had uh, two seconds of training, so that's not too bad for two Both seconds. Two. And and Penny, when it comes to uh, Lucian Transportation, she uh, said, yeah. Through the keys, here you go. Uh, let's go for a ride. So uh, you know, better training. Yes, we can probably be better at uh, you know driving buses. Mm, don't use fill, filling beer cans at full beard, but uh, you know, Lucian are they are looking for new drivers. And again, you know, the school season fast approaching. Let's uh, let's get uh, you hired. How do how, how do they do it there, Clump? Good. My, my turn. You always get so excited with these sponsors. Can <laughs> I do? I can tell, and it's good because we do love them all. But yes, these here's the easiest thing. You're on Facebook because you're watching the show. Go to the Lucian Transportation Timmins Facebook page. Boom, click the link. And I'm telling you, good pay, full training, yeah. Monday through Friday, daytime hours. Bring your kids with you. It's perfect, uh, except Mark. Maybe you don't apply, but everyone else, this is an awesome job. You need some stuff. I did work. well. I didn't scrape oh, no. the bus. No, I parked a little crooked, but hey, there was no other. You know what happened enough. after you <laughs> drove the bus, true or not true, they had to bring it to the shop to fix it. True or not true. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I had to park it at the, the garage door. But again, she says the buses do uh, stick. Yeah. The brakes do stick the odd time. I don't know what happened. We were on the highway and you know, she uh, she says, I think the brakes are rubbing together. So, yeah. Yeah. I parked I it at the bay, but that wasn't my fault because you you were driving before me. How do, how do we know that that didn't happen? during your ride and i just uh, intensified I had the okay when i drove it it didn't go <laughs> right. taylor lake is the campground to be i got mitch jeans coming there nice nice uh, nice nice mitch always a, a great uh, performer from cochran taylor oh, lake is uh, also a nice campground so we actually have uh mark's company uh he's giving away johnson creek tickets on sunday's show Yes. Boats and sows. And hey, listen, this is the guy to go for your upholstery needs. Hey, he does he does a lot of things. He does great work. He he's made us a couple dog beds. You, you got like this chair at home that's like has a tear, but it's like your favorite lazy boy. You don't go buy a new one. You, no, you, you just get boats and, and, and he's gonna fix it. This guy does tremendous work. So uh maybe I'll get him to fix the zipper on my tent. I wonder if he does that, but uh, he's awesome. So they, we'll, we'll, we'll chat a lot about his company on Sunday, but they got Johnson Creek tickets to give away. That's right. Well, we had uh, Johnson Creek tape member from the last show yeah. that we wanted to give away, but uh, we didn't because they, they put it on pause with the, the current lockdown, but now things are back. So these tickets will now be honored at uh, the two upcoming shows. Well, uh, yeah. I'm excited. If you haven't followed Johnson's Creek, they talk about Timmins and the North all the time. Always excited to come back here. And again, the Vic, uh, one of the hot spots for uh, for concert activity. I know Paul Sabalge is uh, he's playing there in the next couple of weeks on a, a Friday and Saturday. This weekend, he's there uh, Friday and Saturday. He's at so, the uh, again. Uh, it's nice to see the venues opening up for live music again. Uh, the poker run is this Saturday. So yes, uh, every year the Timmer, Timmins Tuners do an event that uh, the money goes towards helping a family in need. And this year is for a young Iroquois Falls resident by the name of Seb, yep. who is battling a very significant illness. 
And uh, so what you do, it's very simple. You go down in our doozies between 9 a.m. and 12 p.m. And you're going to pay, is it 30 bucks, 25 bucks, Kinsman? 25 bucks to get yourself in. And again, you don't have to sign up online. You just show up between yeah. 9 and noon and register. And then they let uh, the cars go to uh, the yes. poker run. And there's so eight, eight spots. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to give you eight spots that are between Timmins, Iroquois Falls, Cochrane, maybe Matheson. But every spot. Pines in there and Timmins, yes. Yeah. So every spot you go to, you either play a game or get a card. But you're going to come back with five cards, playing cards, and you give them the TJ runs the event, and the person with the best poker hand is going to win the grand prize. But there's a whole ton of other – everyone there is going to win a prize if it's like last year. Tons of prizes and support this family out. That is the poker run, which you are going to be hosting alone because – Tomorrow morning, I'm going home to see. Well, I'm going back home to see my dad. First time in a year and a half in Thunder right. Bay. Thunder Bay, your your, your dad wanted some Kins and Klomp seven oh five. So, uh, what better yeah. delivery service than to have it delivered by uh, by by his his little boy? <laughs> yeah, by, you, by, you, you head north. You haven't been back in what uh, seventeen months. I had longer. I haven't seen my dad in a year and a half, but that's he came to Timmins for Christmas. I haven't been back in close to two years. Until I always go back to Thunder Bay. So looking forward to that. And next week, Sunday, Tuesday, and Thursday, uh, we are going to have Thunder Bay guests on the show. And we're looking forward to that. So you you got a lot of work to do, Kinsman. You're going to be by yourself uh, hosting some of these live events. That's right. I can I, I, I can handle it there, Mr. Klomp. I know. I got full. I do have. I have no faith in you driving the bus, but I got faith in faith in you hosting these events. Um, hey, our friends, uh, pick of the crop are back. Yes, they are. Pick of the crop yeah. is back. Uh, good old Rob and Jerry wanted to uh, pass along that not only are they the fresh when it comes to uh, you know your produce uh, your produce and all the the quality uh, grocery items but they've also got uh, great uh, romaine lettuce on sale this week they've got cherries uh, they've got peaches grapes also plums and fresh Ontario corn is uh, is there this week for you and they're open till eight tonight so get yourself stocked up pick up the crop fresh and making your life easy and they they, they certainly do you walk in there uh, well, I don't know how easy it is because you want to buy everything in there Mm -hmm. <laughs> so much you just have to stop and ask uh, Lori. Lori, uh one of one of our uh great uh loyal viewers also one of the the great cashiers there at pick of the crop i tell you it is easy and I, here's my go-to meal i go there and i get one of the stuffed chickens yep. i get a stuffed pepper i get a mixed salad i get some garlic bread and then unfortunately i buy a ton of candy which mm, whatever that's just me Kinsman, you, you put that stuffed chicken, you put that stuffed pepper in the, all you got to do is put it in the oven at 325 for 45 minutes. Boom. You're, you go on a date, Kinsman, you cook that meal, you're going to be married in two days. Okay. That's I, right. I this is how good it is. <laughs> it's really Rob, Rob and Jerry and his staff that prepare the dinner. We just heat it up, right? Yeah. Yes. We're, we, 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 we really can't take any of the, the credit when it comes to a, a pick of the crop dinner, because That's really it's, you know, we, we put it in the oven, put on the barbecue for a few minutes and boom, it's dinner is done. All the, all the hard work is done at pick of the crop. <laughs> I do get a lot. Yes. They, they, yeah. they, they see me over at, uh, I, I see Lori at, uh, pick yeah. of the crop all the time. All the time I, yeah. I, I, I'm almost up there. It's, uh, and, and I'm not like nothing against these big box stores. I like going to small locally owned. It's not, and boom in and out and get everything's fresh there. So we love them. And he, here's some more bad news for you, Kinsman. You also got to work the farmers, Mountjoy Farmers Market alone Saturday too. I'm a little worried yeah. about you. You're going to be overworked because I, I'm going to be okay on, uh, on Saturday for you. Cause they have something special coming to the Mount Joy Farmer's Market. Do you know what it is? That's it. Live chickens will be there for uh, the kids to come on by and, uh, you know, see, get up close and personal with with uh, with uh, chickens. And I do believe if it's uh, they're coming from Rock's uh, own personal property, they're the Chinese chickens. They've got the little... Uh, the little uh, the little hairdos on them, so kind of got kind of kind of fun for the kitties if you're headed down there between yeah. nine and noon. Hopefully, you'll be down there. And again, yes, I'll be down there in between uh, you know, doing the poker run and uh, or porcupine and yeah. racing back to do the, okay. the farmers market. Listen, you took a vacation in her. She didn't hear me complaining about that. I know I'm not complaining. <laughs> I can do it. Yes, but I'm actually going to be working in Thunder Bay. I'm going to show you a nice video tour. 
of, yeah. of my hometown. And uh, now that we've learned about North Bay, we'll coach you on Thunder Bay. And you'll, you'll know all the bays, okay? All That's the Thunder Bay. I talk, talk to you about that. I'll, I'll give you the coaching of all the bays. But Farmer's Market, every Saturday till Thanksgiving, Kinsman. That's right. Um, Nine to noon and again, rock we sell. He was in Toronto last weekend. Says he's back this week with his chickens, and uh, he's looking forward to seeing everybody, including the vendors. Janice will be there. She's she's at every event. I I I, I bet you'd see Janice at the Bose Bose Carnival coming back. Not yet, not yeah. yet. I, I hope they do. I, I think when they do come back, it will be the fiftieth year for uh, for providing uh, entertainment. So the big five zero in the city of Tibbins. They 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 wanted to come back. Pre-COVID, it was right before the COVID uh, hit. It would have been that summer. It would have been the big five zero. They were going to mm-hmm. rent out and use the Hollinger Park, the baseball field, and bring in every ride imaginable that Bose has. But obviously, COVID has uh, put the wrench in there. So when, when things clear up and Bose can come back safely, it's going to be a big party here in the city of Timmins. Um, the Warriors, alongside the Timmins Tuners, the Show and Shine last weekend, raised over $12,000 for the food oh, bank and, and, and a whole ton of food, a whole ton of food uh, they brought in for the food bank. Amazing, well-organized, very fun event uh, at Narduzzi's again, right? Just like the poker run. They're doing a lot of good work for the community, uh, the team over there at Narduzzi's. They are. They are, you know, always uh, opening up the parking lot and uh, using the space. Why not? You know, you've got the space. Why not uh, give back to the community? Because when people think of uh, giving back, you, you, you think Narduzzi. So when you're down there, they'll say, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and grab, uh, you know, my dinner. Let's go. Let's go for supper at Narduzzi's because of all the hard work that they do in the community. It's nice to, you know, to, uh, as they say, scratch your back, they'll scratch yours and theirs. So there you go. There, there's the cliche for uh, for the morning here. Yes, yeah, just what I love. And yeah. uh, finally, uh, the surge is back open. We went in there opening night, of course. Yes. Uh, had a little bit of a chat with them. But our first big event is August the 14th, is the 8 and 8. We're yep. going to be on air for eight hours. Eight hours, Kinsman. 12 till 8 p.m., giving away 1000 bucks an hour or a chance to win 1000 bucks per hour. And... and- how about $8,000 for eight lucky Surge patrons, uh, customers that come into the Surge that night at 8 o'clock? Yes. Eight yes. of them are going to have a chance to win $8,000. So uh, essentially and hypothetically, if everybody gets their challenges, mm-hmm. there's $16,000 up for grabs August 14th at the Surge. Yes. Uh, so that is good. Janice doesn't go to the Bose Carnival and Lori says she's getting hungry. So am I, because uh, we're creeping up on lunch. So I think yeah. uh, I, I, I think I told you about it all. I was, uh, we did a, a, an early show one because we wanted to bring uh, the mayor Al McDonald on live. That's right. And number two, me and you're going to go to full beard, which we're going to be uh, doing a bunch of stuff there and uh, let the wait staff do their job. Kins. You, you can't be serving the Kins of Clomp beer. You don't have your smart serve, but uh, I can suggest it. You, do you think it's okay for you to go there as an ex employee of full beard? That's right. So, yeah, uh, are they going to look at me differently? This is the guy that uh, couldn't put the label on properly. My my label actually, looking at the the, the botch label, wasn't that it was off by a mil a millimeter, not even a millimeter. Way off. It was way off. You think so? Did no. did, did you wind up bringing buying that one or what? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, uh, they let me take that one home. But uh, again, <laughs> I'm just going to say this, though. If you are on the patio, hopefully you are between five and ten. You are allowed. Normally, you're not allowed to bring a can out to the patio. But because it's our Kins and Clomp Live 705, you're allowed to take the can and sit at your picnic bench underneath the tents. You know, I'm looking at the forecast and it was raining earlier. It's not going to rain, says uh, sunny and 22 uh, from this evening on. So, but if it does, uh, you know, rain, we're, we're covered by tents. It's going to be a great afternoon. And again, you can bring your can to the table, which gives uh-huh. you a little bit more beverage than uh, the little cups there. So uh, there you go. All right. <laughs> a, 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 a little insight, uh, a little insight to the Kins and Clomp Live 705. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> shameless plug. A shameless yes. plug. Yes. You're very good at those. I like it. Yes. You got a good skill set. Okay. All right. Let's uh, do it. Don't, don't be going down to the mayor's office to like uh, tomorrow morning expect a coffee. You wait no, no. Well, he, he did invite us. Yeah. Wait till next week at least. That's right. 
All right. I'll see you in a few hours. All right. We'll see you at five full beards patio. We'll see you later.